0: this is the one time of year that you'd hear like a beautiful hymn like hark the herald angels sing in the background at like a macy's or a walmart
1: a very 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 merry christmas season to you and yours Thanks for hanging out here for some of your advent. I'm Dave Trout. Welcome to the Green Room Door podcast, a show that loves to go behind the scenes to talk one-on-one with artists so that we get to know more about the heart behind the music. And uh, one of my favorite Christmas traditions here at UTR is um, right after Thanksgiving each year, we release a list of the six best Christmas albums released in that particular year. And um, and the, it doesn't mean that... I mean, there's usually dozens of new Christmas albums that get released, but we, we pare it down to what we thought were the best half dozen. And then uh, this year's list came out... Um, in in late November and then on December 1st um, for the Gourmet Music Podcast we did a little six album countdown and one of them that made the list, in fact it was all the way up at number two on our list is a new project by Texas based singer-songwriter and producer Paul Diemer it's called The Hopes and Fears of All the Years and we just love the album we love um, just... The styling and the warmth and the song selection—it's uh, really well executed—and we're excited because here on Green Room Door we get to hang out with Paul this uh, for the rest of this show and talk a bit about um, Christmas as well as the making of this specific album. And so we're thrilled that we get to we get to hang out. Um, while we're at it, before we dive into. Conversation uh, Let's hear one of the tracks of a classic Christmas carol um, from that project. Just we'll hear a snippet of that just to give you a flavor of, of what the album is like, and then we'll dive right in. Sing
2: choirs of angels, sing Above. Glory to God.
1: Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. I'm excited to uh, chat with you. And I know that um, you actually just got married not too long ago. I think it was less than three years ago. So um, so now that you're kind of forming your own, you know, as a, as a newly married couple, uh, what are some of the Christmas traditions that, that you guys have as a married couple?
0: Yeah, Trisha and I got married two and a half years ago. And her family is from Canada, so we celebrate by hanging out in Texas for part of the season and going up to Toronto for part of the season. This year we're actually going to be flying out on Christmas Day. I uh, work at a church, so I'll be leading worship on Christmas Eve, but I have Christmas Day off. And so we're flying up to Toronto, and we'll be up there for a few weeks.
1: Oh, that sounds really nice.
0: Um, As far as like specific traditions... Mm -hmm. I mean, we love going to this restaurant called Farina's Winery in Grapevine, Texas around this time of year.
1: (laughs) All right.
0: Grapevine is kind of the Christmas capital of Texas, and it can be a little kitschy, but, you know, there's lights everywhere, and Farina's is a place that I used to play gigs at. I used to sing at restaurants and bars for, you know, almost 10 years. Mm, Wow. And... They still remember me there, the staff, and it's fun to see old faces. And yeah, we'll go there for some very olivey and pepperoncini-filled, salty salads. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Ooh,
1: sounds good. <laughs> um, so, what about traditions that that go back to your childhood? Do you have, did you grow up with Christmas traditions?
0: Yeah, I definitely had some Christmas traditions growing up. My four grandparents lived in Tucson, Arizona. And so it was really fun to get to see the whole extended family around Christmas time. We would spend um, Christmas Eve with my dad's side of the family. My dad has six brothers and one sister. So lots of uncles and one aunt and lots of cousins. It was really fun to get to see everybody hang out. And I remember my grandpa Lou... Before we could open any presents, he would read the entire Christmas story from Luke, which as a kid, you're like, man, can we just open presents? But as an adult, I realized how beautiful that was. And we would sit around the piano, sing Christmas carols. My parents are musicians, and so they would play um, violin and viola. And as I got older, I would start playing guitar. And yeah, we'd do a family sing-along. We'd do that on my mom's side of the family, too, when we'd get together on Christmas Day we had musicians there too and we'd uh sit around a different piano and and sing carols and we'd also do this fun thing called quichemess where we would just make quiches on christmas day my mom's side of the family still does that every year
1: oh yeah that's so cool i love it um well we're we're mainly here to talk about music and um and one of the things that i think is so unique about christmas is is music is so intertwined into the celebration like like I can have a birthday without any music and it, w- it wouldn't phase me. We can have a Thanksgiving without any music and it wouldn't phase us, but but there's something about Christmas. Um what about you, Paul? Um can you uh, do you feel like Christmas music is very intertwined in your personal celebration of the holiday?
0: Yeah, it's definitely hard to imagine celebrating Advent and Christmas without music feel like it's kind of an interesting season because this is the one time of year that you'd hear like a beautiful hymn like hark the herald angels sing in the background at like a macy's or a walmart which is very cool to me because i love hymns i made a whole album of hymns and this new christmas record is primarily hymns and carols and yeah i really can't imagine celebrating without the music
1: yeah. I couldn't agree more with you, man. So good. Uh, well, um, that's an easy segue to really basically our main topic today, which is your new music. Paul, um, just released a, uh, a new Advent slash Christmas album, um, with beautiful arrangements of classic Christmas hymns. I love it. And, um, I would love uh, to hear a little bit more about just sort of the heart behind it, sort of the kind of the um, kind of the vision you had for
0: it. The hopes and fears of all the years. That title comes from a lyric in "O little town of Bethlehem. And on the theological level, for me, it symbolizes the, the long hope of God's people longing for a savior, longing for return from exile, for forgiveness of sins, it's the kind of hope that Simeon and Anna had in the temple when they finally got to meet Jesus near the end of their lives.
1: Mm, yeah. Nice.
0: And then on a more everyday level, I named the album, The Hopes and Fears of All the Years, because I'd recorded it um, for over 10 years. I'd been kind of collecting these Christmas carols.
1: Wow. Really? Oh, wow. 10 years in the making. That's, that's incredible. Um, so how, uh, what were the songs that kind of got it all
0: started? Oh Holy Night I recorded back in 2011 originally. In the bleak midwinter and Comfort Comfort, now my people, were around 2014, 2015. And I'd had these other arrangements floating around. But it wasn't until January of 2023 that I really sat down to, to make the rest of the record. My wife and I kept the tree up for that whole month, and I've been taking January's as a bit of a creative sabbatical where I work on my own music Since most of the year I spend quite a bit of time Producing for other records and artists And January is kind of my time to refocus And, and make my next project And so with the tree up and the cold weather I kind of just you know spent the whole month Dwelling in these um, carols and hymns And uh, it feels like an apt sequel to my last album Which is called Hymns and those songs uh are hymns for kind of all year round but there are a couple advent christmas type hymns on that record too and this just feels kind of like the next next place to land and um and the sequel
1: mm, yeah yeah i love it so good man um well one of the things that i love about your christmas project is um, it has this uh this warmth to it i mean all your music is produced um with with that kind of warmth but it has almost like this coffee house feel it's very acoustic i feel like it's timeless like it's something uh like it's not gonna it's not going to become outdated. The way you produced it is something I feel like I'm going to be able to listen to for years to come. So can you, can you give us a little bit of insight into sort of the, the musical qualities, the production qualities that you put into the making of it?
0: Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned a coffee house style because I feel like I was trying to do a little bit more with synthesizers and like electric guitar on this record. All my stuff is, is pretty acoustic based. I mean I'm I'm primarily an acoustic guitar player. Some of my favorite artists are like David Wilcox and Andy Gullahorn and these um, you know, acoustic guitar singer, songwriter, storyteller types. So it definitely does, you know, have that coffee house style. But I was trying to lean into some different sounds, you know, listening to Phoebe Bridgers and that kind of stuff, Sufjan Stevens and so there's a little more of like an indie flair, but um, in general, I, I I wanted the record to sound wintry, and so there there's bells, there's uh, this recurring synthesizer motif that to me kind of sounds like the sound of light, thinking about stars um, shining down their light, the same stars that led the wise men to Jesus are are above us now. You know we see them in the night sky if we can get out in the country. And yeah, I was trying to make it sound cold, wintry, and to sound like light was kind of breaking in.
1: Yeah, that's kind of it, right? Uh, that's the point of Advent, the light breaking through. And, uh, man, I just love the sound of the latest project by Paul Deemer, The Hope and Fears of All the Years. We're going to play a couple more song samples for you uh, later in the show, including a full song as we uh, exit the show. So um, that's coming up. We uh, we want to talk more with our VIP guest today, Paul Deemer, And uh, so stick around for that. We are grateful to hang out with you this Advent season, and we've got a lot going on in terms of stuff that you can participate in, the one that you can take with you wherever you're going. If you're traveling, if you're shopping, if you're just around the house wrapping gifts or whatever, um, you can plug into our Christmas Songs of Faith playlist. And uh, this is a very hand-curated list of, of over six hours of gourmet Christmas music We don't repeat a lot of the same song titles, don't repeat a lot of the same artists that much. So this is a a much uh, more curated list than just somebody dumping whole albums into a playlist. You know, we, we, we put a lot of TLC into it. And we invite you to listen on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Prime Music, or YouTube Music. And we will link to all those different sources in the show notes of this podcast. Uh, plus, we have a couple of holiday uh, gourmet music podcasts. Our sister podcast. We uh, on episode ninety two, we counted down. Is that a, a word? Counted down the uh, um, the top six Christmas albums that we picked out for the year twenty twenty three. And yes, Paul Deemer's album is on that list. So check that out. And then the next episode that just came out a few days ago. Um, episode ninety three. Uh, welcomes david mullins a pastor a singer a writer a speaker and rich mullins younger brother he was our special guest co-host and he got to pick out all the holiday music that uh, was on episode 93 so check those out plus if you're on our email list you get the christmas editions of song rx lots of good stuff happening around these parts We're so glad to have you along for the journey. No matter what you're doing, we hope that it's a festive, fun, and memory-filled time of, of year. Well, we'll be right back. We have more to talk with Paul Diemer and his new project, The Hopes and Fears of All the Years. That's coming up next here on Green Room Door. Here's singer-songwriter Randall Goodgame. I believe the world is a better place because UTR Media is in it. And really it comes from the passion of Dave Trout and his vision. He's really single-handedly curated a new genre of music for that you really couldn't ever find in one place before, where it's thoughtful, inspiring, creative music that all beats with the heart of the gospel. So, my favorite artists are all congregated here. And um, it's people that take faith seriously, but also know that they live in, the, in a real material world. And so, the people that are on UTR Media sing about the joys and the trials of the human experience. There's just nothing else like it. I'm so grateful for you, Dave Trout, and for UTR Media. You can learn more about our ministry or begin supporting at utrmedia.org.
2: Let's face it, it's hard to look cool when your minivan speakers are cranking Sandra McCracken or the latest episode from the Bible Project. So the least we can do is help you look like a baller while you jam to your melancholy folk songs. That's why UTR's latest contest is for a kicking pair of Beat Solo 3 wireless headphones. Beat Solo 3 wireless headphones. You can win the headphones for free and make your neighbors think you're listening to Tupac Shakur while you're mowing your lawn. While in reality, it's tunes by Sarah Groves. Enter UTR's contest for Beat Solo 3 headphones for free at UTRmedia.org. Again, that's UTRmedia.org.
1: This UTR podcast is sponsored by the debut full-length album by Jason Lenyer Buchanan.
2: behind long straight lines and Crooked Rivers.
1: Crooked Rivers by Jason Lenyer Buchanan is a music journey about faith intersecting with real life.
2: Oh, just a, to say a song and a sad
1: Listen to Crooked Rivers by Jason Lenyer Buchanan, available now on all music platforms. And check out UTR's exclusive interview with Jason at utrmedia.org.
0: The Bellsberg Store is your online home to buy gifts, music, and
2: keepsakes, honoring the legacy of the late, great Rich Mullins. New items have just arrived and we're offering free shipping on all purchases in November and December. Visit richmullins25.com slash store or the link in today's show notes. Now and will be
1: forever. Welcome back to Season 7, Episode 4 of the Green Room Door Podcast. I'm Dave Trout, and pleasure to be with you. And I'm really excited to have our special guest, Paul Deemer, with us. We're talking about his new Christmas project, Uh, The Hope and Fear of All the Years, and uh, you're hearing The Song of Simeon in the background. Um, That is the only original project on otherwise kind of an all-Christmas hymns uh, album. So, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about that song that we just heard?
0: The one original song on this record is called The Song of Simeon, and I wrote that originally for my church to sing. I lead worship at an Episcopal church called St. Matthew's, and our worship is kind of structured by the Book of Common Prayer. There's a section in the prayer book uh, that has canticles, basically songs from Scripture, and song of Simeon comes from Simeon's words in the temple, spoken to Mary and to Jesus. And um, the lyrics were kind of all written for me right there in the prayer book, and I just set them verbatim to music. And it has this kind of like repeat after me structure of every part of the song. I sing twice, in hopes that the congregation will catch on. And uh, we've sung it several times at my church, and and ho- you know I'm hopeful that maybe some other churches will find it helpful as well. Musically, um, it was pretty fun because my wife got me a banjo um, just a month before I made this record. It was like an early Christmas present, and I've been a big Sufjan Stevens fan for several years and <laughs> yes. he plays the same, uh, during open back banjo. Mm. And so it was, it was cool to get to learn how to play that. And I was also borrowing a resonator guitar, which I think the civil wars used on their first record on that Barton hollow song. Oh yeah. a uh, really cool kind of metallic twangy sound. And so on one side it's the resonator guitar and the other side of the, it's the banjo and it's just this kind of jangle city, uh, I love how that turned out, yeah,
1: it's great, man um well i I just have a great appreciation for Christmas hymns, the carols that we have kind of stood the test of time, and you obviously are drawn to them as you feature them on your new project so what is it in your opinion about these hymns at this time of year that that really resonate with us so much,
0: yeah? I think that Advent hymns seem to connect with people because we know that the world is not yet as it should be. I've heard people say that we live between two Advents. Christ came to a dark world to show us the light, but our world is still marred by sin even, even now, and, and we all know that to be true. And so I think we resonate with these songs because they're longing for light to break into our darkness the people, the nations that had long walked in darkness have seen a great light. We've seen in the person of Jesus hope and we long for the fulfillment of our hope. And so in a lot of ways, these Advent hymns are not only rehearsing the story of Christ coming, but they're a longing for him to come again and to um, bring heaven to earth.
1: Mm, I love that so much. Ah, it's great man. I Christmas is gr- that time a reminder that not only heaven came to earth but also that we can participate and we can actually bring heaven to those around us um just through acts of kindness and love and generosity and um well, wow, so good. Well, we only have time for uh, one more question here Paul. Um and we we obviously talk most about music and I know that this time of year, you spend a lot of time um, serving in your church. Um, you uh, maybe even play some concerts and do some a lot of music stuff. So I'm just wondering, what are other parts of the Christmas season that you really enjoy and resonate with and participate in? Um, you know, just what are the fun things that are other parts of the holiday?
0: Other parts of the holiday season. Well, this is a music thing. But it's not a church thing, so maybe this will answer your question. I play music in nursing homes and hospitals through an organization called Texas Winds Musical Outreach, and I've been doing that work for over ten years. And you know, during most parts of the year, I'm playing "You Are My Sunshine," deep in the heart of Texas. Playing like Elvis and Frank Sinatra, and sometimes Joni Mitchell and James Taylor, and just all these great songs. Um, but I, you know, I know kind of what songs work and what songs these folks like, and so I, it's there's a lot of re- repetition, and I'll play, you know, lots and lots of concerts in a year, and so Christmas is fun because I get to completely change the set, and we just do all the Christmas carols, and so I always really love getting to do those nursing home concerts uh, during the holiday season. That's a particular joy for me.
1: Yes, uh, fun, fun, fun to talk with singer-songwriter Paul Deemer, and you can find his latest projects, The Hope and Fears of All the Years, on all music platforms, Spotify, Apple Music. We encourage you to check it out, and stick around after the outro of this podcast for one full song of a Christmas classic by Paul Deemer. After we say our goodbyes. So that's coming up in just a, just a minute. Um, we are so grateful to so many people to, that helped to make this work possible, but we literally could not do it without our amazing support team. We have a ragtag crew of folks who give to UTR as a charitable organization because, yes, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization and we rely on donations and support from folks just like you to make this possible and to release this content for free in fact uh, we have um, dozens of folks who actually give on a monthly recurring basis and that really does help us all throughout the year so if you would wouldn't mind con- uh, considering a contribution at this end of the year uh, we have actually have a campaign called build a 2023 it's happening now until december 31st and we are trying to raise uh the support to get the year started right for 2024 and um and you can participate in that by uh joining our support team with a regular monthly gift or if you just want to kind of do a one-time year-end gift that's super appreciated too and since it's a campaign it's a special time where we get to kind of have a few reward items that we send your way as a thank you that doesn't really happen the rest uh, most of the rest of the year so um so we're just happy and grateful to everyone who's already participated in build-a-thon with a gift and uh, thank you for considering If you want info on that, you can go to our website, utrmedia.org, or check out the link in the show notes for Build-A-Thon. Well, we also invite you to check out all the contents that we're releasing during this Advent season. Um, Take us along with you. Take our Christmas Songs of Faith playlist along for the ride, wherever you're going. Um, Links for all of that content is in the show notes for this episode, and you can find it all for free at utrmedia.org. All the songs used on this podcast episode were with permission or under fair use provisions. I'm Dave Trout. It's been a pleasure to hang out with you here on the Green Room Door podcast. And production of UTR Media, an independent listener supported nonprofit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and online at utrmedia.org. Merry Christmas, and stick around for that song from Paul Deemer next.
2: as I